never on schedule, but you know, I'm always on time. Let's go. I'm ready to do this. I'm excited and pumped up. I was uh, listening to some, some Joe Rogan. And, uh, you know, I too believe, think that I could kill a wolf with my bare hands. Not bare, bare hands, if I had like a knife with me. I could kill a full-grown wolf with my hands and a knife. And some prep time. I'm like Batman. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> my father's house, every Sunday, 1,100 hours. That is on the Heidelberg... Uh, Insulation, come on down, receive some love, some joy, celebrate the gospel with us. Let's go down and be mixy. You know what I'm saying? Another shout out to uh, Cadence International at the Summit House on Fridays and then at uh, Clay Chapel First Fridays. And if you've never been there before, you get to eat first in front of the line. If you bring somebody, you eat first again. So keep bringing them. Uh, also want to throw out there that I still have the chase him podcast at gmail.com that is for prayer and I decided to open it up a little bit just for for testimonies just talk to me about how God has kind of impacted or changed your life a little bit I would love to hear that that's motivating that's chase him podcast at gmail.com for prayer and testimony I want to hear how he is moving you and inspiring the rest of us through you and the testimony you're walking you've been through. We want to hear about that. Special shout out to my buddy Jack Bennett. Started up the uh, first F3 Nation Fitness in the Wiesbaden area. This F3 Nation that stands for Fitness, Fellowship, and Faith. Uh, get a hold of this guy. More to follow. Um, I'll provide a website here pretty soon, but I'm really, really excited to see what he's got coming up. I went to do some PT with him. Bit of a smoker, but um, it was good. It was good. We had some fellowship afterwards and got to share some our faith with each other. Kind of just bond a little bit, but it's all good. But I'm, I'm serious. I, I do believe that I could kill a wolf with my bare hands and a knife. Hands and hands and knife of my choice. <laughs> okay, enough shenanigans. Let's uh, let's get right to it. God, we just love you, and um, we we love you and all the blessings that you provide for us, like friendship and and, and brotherhood and and camaraderie. Father, Proverbs twenty seven seventeen says, "As iron sharpens iron, so one person." sharpens another. So I thank you that you placed sharp and wolf-like people like the blackbirds in each of our lives. Open our hearts and encourage our spirit to stay closer to you, God, in the skin on our bodies. In your glorious name we pray. Amen. And without further ado, here is the episode 10 or the second half, part two to the conversation I'm having with my buddy Brent Blackburn. Enjoy. So Battlefield just came out and you're doing the whole, you know, PvP is going down. And so if you crept up behind somebody and you killed them, you snatched their dog tags, well, you stabbed them and you snatched their dog tags. Mm. So on this was it a battalion or brigade? I run? thought it was a division run because we were Oh we it were was in a division it was a division area. run. Oh yeah yeah that's right. That's right. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's right. And so we had a division run 
And um, I want to say it was the brigade commander's like, anyone that falls out, I want your dog tags. The medics will get your dog Bet. tags. And Bet. I'm looking at you, and you're looking at me, it's like, oh, yeah, it's going, it's going down. It's going down. And so we're running with our aid bags, and we're like looking at people who are who have been thinking about oh. falling out. There was no encouragement. Hey, you can do it. It was hey, you can. It's like no, you're gonna fall out. You're gonna fall. Hey, you're gonna fall yeah. out. Are you are you gonna fall yeah. out? And then the minute they stepped out of the formation, <laughs> give me your dog tags. <laughs> give me your dog tags. Tying your shoe. Snatched them. <laughs> yeah. And I remember. I, I remember. Uh, we're like we're um we're marking a time, and I look at you. And I hold up my handful of dog tags. I go, hey, how many did you get? Yep. And you held up like a fist full of dog was, tags with this grin on your face. I was like, I was like, yes. I was eating good yes. that night. I remember the <laughs> the last guy that I got, we were, I don't know where we were. Oh, man. But I had been, I, I genuinely was trying to get this kid to, to go. And he just kept falling back. In, in his defense, we were hauling it for a while. Because I don't know if it was because we were in the back, but there was a couple times we were sitting yeah, around you know seven, eight-minute miles, and there was a couple people that were struggling. And I remember this one kid kept falling back, kept falling back, and I was like, come on, man. And finally, he would not give me his tags. And this is like, we are separated, and we're the last ones, so everybody's watching us. And this entire other battalion, you know, they're along the street, and I'm like, give me the tags. And so everybody kind of sees what's going on. And this is another infantry unit. And so I'm like, give me them tags. And so he like kind of pulls them. He's like, no, man, don't. They're going to, I'm going to get counseling or article 15 or whatever. And I was like, give me the tags. And I remember grabbing them and I yanked them off his body and I held them up in this Big black dude command. I don't know if he was the Sergeant major or what (laughs) he jumps out of the formation. and He goes, that's what I'm talking about. And I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I just booked it all the way back dude. to formation. Well, to find out, uh, the yeah. dude went AWOL that day. He never came Woo! back. So I felt bad a little bit about that, but he should have kept up. Anyway. Dude, listen. <laughs> you Were you there? <laughs> so remember um, first round training? Yes. He's now Sergeant Major Cheney, and he's uh, he's 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 here doing things. I can't really talk about where, where he's at, but he's doing stuff. Um, I'm gonna say he's a battalion uh, command sergeant major. Nice. And anyway, he came down to the aid station, and he raised a. He was like, "I got soldiers who got who have welt marks around their necks from when your legs <laughs> were just snatching them off their neck." <laughs> Well, they should have had blisters on their feet, first sergeant, not blisters around their neck. Do I, do I laugh for hours? That is outstanding. Just replaying that thought in my brain, in my brain. Just, just listen to that. So, um, so, so, just um, deployed or garrison. Which did you lean more on your faith in, in the deployed setting or in the garrison? I, garrison, uh, I setting? think. I mean. My, I would say my garrison life was more religious and my deployment life was more relationship because 
Okay. In garrison. Okay. You're more focused about what not to do. You know, don't don't get slam drunk if you're underage. Don't do this. Don't do that. Right. And on deployment, I just always remember. I would try to like give myself something to look forward to on patrol or whatever. And I'd be like, Oh man, we get to stop at this point. Uh, I can't wait to just sit there and pray, like basically do nothing, but I get to pray and talk with God. And it was like constant. I just remember, um, I think we we're over by Zeruk actually. And we were just going forever, dude. And I was just, I just remember sitting there just talking with God, like just constantly praying. And, you know, a lot of that could That's have awesome. been, more entertainment i would say like i'm just keeping myself occupied but a lot of it 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 genuinely was something i was looking forward to because you know as a medic you cannot look rough at any point you have got to be like no you, you know you and i've talked about it before but you're their mom and you're their dad when you're on deployment you got to nurture them but you also have to give them a swift kick if they need it so if mom and dad are looking yep. rough, then they're going to start having a bad time, you know, especially yep. some of the, you know, Mendez had the biggest heart of anyone I've ever met, but just physically he, his money his build was just not for mountains. You know, it's just, it was really hard on him. So I just remember always having to like give him confidence and, and tell him he can do it. And so definitely I would say deployment was relationship just because at that point, since I hadn't been on my own, I didn't really have this relationship with God. I had more of this religion understanding of how I was raised. You know, I went to a Christian school and all that stuff. So you haven't gone through anything. So I think I, I kind of graduated, I would say from this religion to this relationship and it, it, deployment kind of took me to another level and it wasn't you know i wasn't scared i was gonna you know if i die or whatever i had made peace that like and i believe in god's sovereignty where look if it's my time to go there ain't nothing i can do about it so i'm just gonna absolutely fight until you know i can't so it i would definitely say those are the two major distinctions between garrison and deployment for sure as far as my my walk with god that's awesome that, that's awesome. So here, here's what's 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 what has made me ask you, and I, I, I sincerely thank you for even being a part of this. Um, but you posted a couple couple years ago, and it, and that honestly was the the inception of me just elevating and elevating and elevating and just wanting to go higher and higher and, and walk closer mm-hmm. and closer to God was. Uh, you posted something that I just, I was, I, I, I saw it and I was just kind of watching it and just, okay, cool. I marked it in my brain and I was like, I'm going to monitor this mm-hmm. and see where it goes. You post something about uh, early rise, prayer and meditation, mm-hmm. right? Can you just, can you please uh, just expound on that and just talk to me like where you heard it from? when you start doing it and just, you know, just go into all that. Yeah. Place. So I, I was doing a men's group at the time. Uh, we were doing the John Eldridge wild at heart book and part of the book. I love that book. So I good, love, man. I love that. I love that. So book. I stand on top of that book. Stand on top you of it. You think you got it all together. You read that book as a man and you're like, 
man, I got some work to do. <laughs> but anyway, when he tells that story about about the guy with the heart of the king and like in that in that in that satchel, yes. and he takes it off its neck and he throws it into that group, it's like fight for the heart of the king. I was like, dude, I was reading that book just sitting in a public area, and I was. I, I wanted to flip my table over. I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to go. I wanted to go. I want to chop some heads off and make love to my wife. For sure. <laughs> That's just how it goes, man. It just it stirs something oh, in you man. that you can't talk about it. Is. Talk about so it. So he anyway in the book, most of the time they do a hike at the end, which. Um, Right, you know, considering, and I don't mean this pridefully, most people haven't physically exerted themselves on the level of height that they do or whatever. And uh, my church does this thing called Mountain Men, where they go to um, Crestone in Colorado. It's it's over fourteen at the end of the John Eldridge book. But the way I've seen, and the way I work is, you know, on deployment, whatever. If you break yourself down physically it's kind of like an accelerated fast, you know, you're super emotional, whether it be at the gym. Cause most of my, my best workouts at the gym, I'm like emotional. Like, I don't know what it is where I just feel like I, I'm broken down, but I'm just pushing through, you know, that point where it's just exhaustion really, where you can't, you don't have emotions anymore. Now it's just purely survival. But anyway, so being in the military, you miss that. You miss that. Well, I did this yesterday or I did this yesterday. And so I challenged everybody right. in the group. You know, I talked about, yeah, I'd, I'd, we wake up at 4.15. Who the heck knows when we would go home at night? You know, this, that, and the other. Right. Um, but it helps me have some type of discipline. So I did a 30-day challenge with uh, whoever wanted to join could join. And we would have a group on Snapchat or whatever. And when you got up, you had to tell everybody that you're awake and then like constantly talk. So we know that you didn't go back to sleep or whatever. So the rules were you had to wake up um, at an uncomfortable time for you. That was rule number one. Rule number two is the first 30 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. You had to spend reading your Bible, prayer, meditating, whatever. The third thing you had to work out. Every single day, you had to work, do some type of physical thing because most some most of the guys in my group, you know, they don't go to the gym or whatever, so they had to work out. Right, and um, you had to do that every single day except for Sunday. You could take one day off and sleep in or whatever, but even on Saturday, you had to do it. So you can't go, you know, you can't drink heavy on Friday, whatever. You got to get up Saturday and do the same thing. Um, and then also you kind of shared the last thing is you shared goals or what you're believing god to do in your life during this time so i needed a time that I, I dedicated to god i had to start my day with god and i wanted to make it uncomfortable because in the bible it's constantly mentioned that jesus woke up early and went up to the mountain or moses went up to the mountain and for those people who've never climbed a mountain before it sucks like it is not a fun thing to do and it's physically exerting so for them to wake up early and do something, it punishes your body that you are, the body is not in control, that I have the discipline, whatever, to get to this point. So setting that time up, it, it makes you wake up first and foremost with a purpose. I think that's what the, in summary, the best way I can explain it. When you do that, 
you wake up okay. with a purpose. <clears throat> and your purpose is, I want to be better today than I was yesterday, and I'm going to challenge myself in, you know, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally. Because you're waking up earlier, all that stuff, all those marks are going to get hit. So um, did that for 30 days straight. And uh, actually, I think I went a few days after it. And it sucks to begin with. But, you know, waking up at 4.45 or 5, whatever time you pick, um, it's not the best. But I, I loved it. At yeah. some point, I loved so, it. Well, so what were... <laughs> So what were some of the, the, the just major changes that you started to notice in the process? Like in the beginning, um, uh, what were some of the changes that you noticed towards the end? And then what have you kept with you um, after doing this whole thing? The, the biggest thing, and this is probably the heaviest thing, is my wife started doing it too without me even saying anything. And I think oh, that's that amazing. speaks that's the amazing. biggest volume as a man, because, Oh yeah. Oh, you know, yes. I'll try to say this politely. You can't expect your wife to be in shape, all this other stuff, look good 24 seven. If you do not work out yourself, that's just the, you are the head of the home. You set the pace for your home. You are the pace setter for the entire home in every aspect of your life. Your temper, your spirituality, mm -hmm. your, phys your physical being, whatever, mm -hmm. you have to set the pace. So when I started doing it, uh, she didn't get up quite as early. I think she got up about six, um, but she would get up. You know, we, It was great because we had time together too because we get done with our stuff and we would have time to talk or talk about the day or whatever and we have time before the boys get up. And uh, that was the first major thing that I saw. The second thing is... Uh, it actually gave me more confidence because I was fulfilling a daily goal that I had. So I felt productive every single day. And, you know, I was tired or whatever, but it also like, it made me so much more focused because if I'm getting up at five or whatever time, you can't screw around in the afternoon. Like you're going to bed 10, 30, 11. Oh, yeah. You got to get to bed. Oh, yeah. So before that, oh, yeah. I got to make sure that as a father, even if I'm freaking tired, I got to go spend time with my kids and put the time in because the clock's ticking. I got to go to bed at this time because I have a goal in the morning. Um, so spiritually speaking, it was just uh, relaxing just because I'm a little bit more of a anxious person, I guess. So it made me, it forced me to sit and have time with God. And that's, that's probably the thing that, um, I have hung on to and I will continue to hang on to is maybe about 10, 15 minutes after I wake up, I, I read my Bible and I pray and I just kind of spend time with God. Um, I'm not getting up at five right now cause it's summer, but my wife, she typically gets up at five for work. If she's working out, she gets up at like four fifteen and would work out before work. Right. And um, so it just it really set the pace. And plus, when you're reading John Eldridge, you're like, everything is a, a freaking life lesson. And man, oh, it's, yeah. it's rough. Oh, yeah. oh yes. <laughs> so I'd say so I just a couple responses to this. The whole mountain men uh -huh. uh, for your men's group. I'm stealing it. That's that's mine. Now. Yeah, <laughs> I have a 
I've been working on trying to, no, that's, that's in my bag. I've already stolen it like yeah. 10 minutes yeah. ago. Um, I, I was looking at a plan for uh, some type of men's group fellowship in my local area. And I, I, I think that's, that's exactly what I want to, 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 to kind of put into the group um, when I do mm-hmm. that. That's awesome. Um, you talked about PT and just getting it in and getting it really hardcore and, and just being really emotional. If you're still walking down that path, um, the the Tenet soundtrack, man, <laughs> yeah. Tenet from the movie. Okay. There's a song, track sixteen. It's called Posterity. Ooh. They that that and it's like eight minutes long. It's eight minutes. I encourage you to listen to it. Just listen to it, just from start to finish. Okay. There are so many different highs and low points. There's different points where like. When, I, when I'm running, so first of all, just to take away from this, I feel that exactly what you're talking about. And I had no idea how, just how kindred we really, really were in terms of similarities and stuff like that. Because when I got out of the army, man, there's, so there's a person on my, on my Facebook who was like, dude, do you like to hurt yourself? Because I am trained to read people and I'm looking at your workouts that you're putting on, on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> Like th- these are workouts that people who who, who hate themselves yeah. want to do, and and so I get questions like, "Hey, you know, like, why 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 are you out? Like, what what why didn't you go back? Like, why did you get out? You should have stayed in." But it's not the fact that I want to stay in; it's just the fact that I really miss that entire process of pushing yourself to to it. You miss the suck, man. Level and extreme. Yeah, dude, you know, listen, John Humphrey said it best. And I'll and I will never forget this. He was like, you can set an obtainable goal, and that's fine. But what did you really, really win? What did you gain? What did you learn? What did you take away from that? He goes, I can set a goal that could be astronomically high, but the fact still remains was that I had the heart enough to attempt mm. it. And I didn't finish it, but now I have a level of of measure to compare myself to. And if I really want to work after that goal, I can get after yeah. it. I can really get after it. And so, like, it was words like that stuff that, that that he said to me that encouraged me. And like, from those words alone is what pushed me to to like to this to this day. I'll create these workouts where I'm like, okay, this is going to be impossible. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it's not happening. It, this is not happening. And then I, I go from I'm going to beast through this workout to, hey, bro, just survive. Yeah. Just make <laughs> just, it, just man. don't stop running. <laughs> just make it through. And we'll call that a W. Yeah. We'll call that a W. And then the, the other thing was when you posted that entire process about the early rise prayer meditation, I, I was looking at it. And I was chewing on it for a while. You know, I was, you know, I was, this is the time where I, I was, I was making my way and, you know, trying to get closer to God, trying to figure out how I can get closer to him. And I had a small circle of guys who I could talk to, but no one was really in that level. Hey, um, they, they didn't check the boxes of like, Hey, I'm also, or I was military yeah. as well. Yeah. And this is what I'm going through. And it's like some of the struggles that, 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 that you had and, um, so I started doing it. I said, you know, let me give it a shot. I'm not going to talk about it. And I would get up. And just like you said, I wake up. Uh, it was prayer. 
Well, I make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. It was tea. Then it was it was um, it was prayer, and then it was scripture, and then after scripture, it was just me just sitting still and being still and trying to feel mm. for God, listen to God, and trying to to hear what he was trying to tell me what he wanted me to take away for the mm-hmm. day and by doing that it totally grounded me in him for the entire it, it, it just set the whole it tone does. it set my entire to tone it set people people who i encounter with on the street mm-hmm. it it set the tone of, of 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 my responses it set the way that i communicated with, with him throughout the day Little things that I was feeling or thinking that I was like, oh, okay, cool. He, he hey, thank you for showing me this. Hey, thank yep. you for showing me this. Hey, thank you for letting me speak to that person over there. And it, it, it really opened my heart to, to, to be ready to receive uh, more encounters with people to establish relationships. Mm, and I good, think that yeah. that's the biggest thing and takeaway for me that I was really engaging in was kind of um, – building relationships, discovering relationships with people who I never would have encountered if I had not even done this in the yeah. first place. And so like one of the biggest relationships that, that I had was, you know, with um, the butcher at my grocery store, man, like me and him would spend literally 25 minutes just talking every single day. Cause I, I wake awesome. up, do my whole process, do PT, you know, kids go to school. I go do my MMA. I'm like, all right, cool. I, 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 what I want to cook today. I want to cook this. And, I, and so I go talk to him and we would have our conversations. And, and long story short, it turns out he's also a Christian. That's and cool. then, you know, me and him would speak. He was like, he was in his fifties. Dude was, he was a, 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 a large body of, of, of knowledge in scripture. And he was putting things on my brain that would come to fruition Within like the last seventy-two yeah. hours, man, like the dude was—he 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 t- was telling me things that I—I I couldn't process until I got deep into my 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 graduate degree study process of Christian leadership, and so I, I I really thank you because of the fact that what you did, I took that, put it forward, and continued to do it, and then long story short, it became like a thing that I needed yeah. to do. Like I had to do it in order to stay close to Jesus. And it was really one of those things where like, I kind of created the whole white rabbit podcast mm. because of That's that. Awesome. Because of that process. <clears throat> That's awesome. Man. And it's just, it's so, it's so serendipitous. It, the, the word I pick is serendipitous because the, the way your life was on a trajectory and my life was on a trajectory, it was very, very, very mm-hmm. similar and the things you went through and the things that I experienced and the things that kind of like you, you, you kind of sparked out in, in, in on, on social media that, that I picked up and tried and tried to do it. It became a thing. And it's a, now it, it's a process for me to this day. That's awesome. But one of the biggest hangups that I was having was the fact that I got to Germany and like the, like the times changed and everything shifted to where I, I could not wake up do PT and do all those things. And so it kind of, it, it, it really affected yeah. me. And so I had to kind of, you know, change course and kind of, kind of change my plans around. I was like, Oh, I'm not getting up early. I'm not getting up early. It's not happening, blah, blah, blah. What's going mm-hmm. on. And so, you know, God was like, dude, just dude, chill. You're, you're getting wrapped around the process. Yep. Of That's the time. so funny like, you say that. I didn't say like, like you don't have to do that at this specific time. So I was like, okay, cool. What I ended up doing was taking the kids to school first 
and then mm. doing that. And then in the process of that, I ended up meeting a guy in a Starbucks and he and I started a fellowship and we're good friends now. And, and then it, like he was going through something major and vast and, and something super, like super, super heavy. It, it, it was just, it, it's so cool to see how like these ripple effects that stuff that, that, that you did and I picked up and then I did and then I started doing and then it, it affected another guy. And then here he is doing yep. the same process now. He's back home doing the same thing, man. It's such an amazing, amazing, amazing thing to just just to show the majesty, the the glory of just how magnificent God it truly is, is and how he turns things that were meant for bad into things that were meant for good. It just it really so, but yeah, man, hey sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. It man. just really shows that that fatherly love because you know, for sure. and not, for sure. not for to sure. harp on Myers, but it's like, you know, you and I have talked about this before, where the, the identity of a man nowadays is either you're John Wayne or you're some feminine dude, Renaissance Jesus. And if you, if, right. if you're, if <laughs> yeah. you're, you face, Jared Leto, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like sure. Gabe, Gabe on the office. That's what they think Jesus looked like. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yes, yes. This white, pale, yes. feminine-looking dude. But anyway, you yeah. know that's two extremes. I think, and Myers, I think, was great on the because there's times when men have to be broken. Okay, and I would say as a man, that's the easy part. It's easy for me to break my wife. Like I could emotionally tear her down i could do this let my anger out context or yeah <laughs> let me let me <laughs> context emotionally <laughs> break my wife Spirit- there we go spiritually Talk to <laughs> spiritually you know whatever and the same thing with your kids because your kids can become uh just a target on their back if you're having a bad day it's so easy oh yeah oh but yeah. the other side of it is emotionally supporting that person or i should say you know encouragement and he had one side but not the other and whenever you do stuff like this god kind of shows his fatherhood because you're kind of breaking yourself down i mean the holy spirit's telling you you need to you need to do this you do this but then that fatherly love comes along and shows you look you've been living your life day in day out you're now I want you to live for a purpose. Okay, I'm going to introduce you to this guy. Let's let's do this. Or I'm going to introduce go. you to this person. Let's do this. And like, especially when you start with John Eldridge, because there was like, you know, they share the stories about their fathers. And it was like a week. And I, I just about broke down crying because my kids and I, or my boys were on a trampoline. And, you know, I just started John Eldridge. I'm like, God, you know, show me this manliness. You know, how, how should I be as a man? You know, this Christian man. And am, I, am I overly, you know, Megatron or am I sensitive over here? And my son was jumping on the trampoline. He was like three at this age. And I was sitting there playing with his brother. And I just hear this like monstrous scream, like this battle cry. And I loved it. Well, he squirrel dives me yeah. in the back with both of his knees. I mean, just both knees right into my back. And I'm like, oh, you know, I fall over and it, it hurt. And uh, 
you know, he just went from this like warrior, like two knees in the back of my dad. And so I'm like, hold my back. And I was like, but oh, you can't do that. Like you almost hit your brother. And immediately he was like, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Like he was caring. So he just went from like this crazy warrior to this caring person. Right. And that's how Jesus is. Right. He can go from flipping tables to talking to the woman at the well, you know, and I think, yeah. you know, I'm not saying waking up early or whatever, but if you, if you want dad to show up, you got to show up. That's how it has to work. And yep. there you go. You know, I, I love, it motivates me that you were motivated. You know what I'm saying? And that's how men have to be. We have to motivate each other, explain to each other, like, we're not perfect. We do have emotions we need to deal with, and I do have problems going on. You can't say that some stuff to your wife like that, but you can say it to another man, and that's why the Bible says, you know, as iron sharpens iron. It doesn't say as iron and a warm stick of butter. It says iron and iron, two hard pieces of metal have got to hit. So if you don't that's have right. a hard metal that's friend, right. get them out. Get another one. That's right. Yep. It's true. So, bonus question before yep. we wrap this up. This is like, this is, do I talk? Oh, we can keep going. Hours. I'm just getting warmed up here. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, my my bonus question to you, man, I was just, I was really getting to a, a topic on mm-hmm. grace. What, what makes giving grace so difficult for you sometimes? Mm. So, I, and I hate referring to the military at all points, but I think just my natural personality is I put very high expectations on myself, like stupid high. And so when I don't meet those expectations, I'm very frustrated. But the caveat of that is because I put such high expectations on myself, I do it on other people as well. And I say, that, well, oh man. I should have, I would have done this. You should have done it too. Or you didn't show up to the gym today. I would have showed up for sure, you know. So then I have this harshness in grading somebody and how I'm grading myself. And that's not fair. And, you know, you and I talked about it uh, last month or something. I just fall back to, well, thank God that God, thank God that he doesn't treat us like that, you know. Because obviously his standards can't, we can't match that, but For it's sure. his grace that expels on that. And whenever I swallow my pride and understand I'm on borrowed time right now and I deserve hell if it wasn't for Christ, I am a sinful person. It is completely go. by his grace, there you, go. you know, that I didn't step on or I wasn't in the blast zone of this IED or this round didn't catch me or whatever, or you could name a million situations. But it's by his grace that I'm here today. So why shouldn't I expound that grace on someone? And I'm not talking about tolerance, where if somebody's just being a turd to you, I'm talking like they, they messed up and they show humility. I need to have grace every single time for that person. And... Yep. You know, I think everybody's got to remind ourselves what a piece of crap you are, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, listen. You so like the 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 answer that you just gave just further shows how much 
how closely and how it's do we are so so similar yeah, it's it is insane. pretty weird i i am here i'm here on on this insulation and you know i'm out i'm retired like i'm the old retired guy who still does pt and everyone's like oh who, who you know who, who's that guy and so like when, when i'm in walking around like this mos that's here it's mostly like signal and mi mm. guys right so just the uniform standards like blackburn it is mm. nuts like no no pcs nah. walking outside Option. um ha- hands shoved d- deep into mm. their pockets just deep, just looking for integrity and and and, and their personal courage. <laughs> so, like, I'll be uh, so I'll be in the food court with my wife, and we're, and we're sitting there, and she's like, "Marcus, what is your problem?" And I'm just like foaming at the mouth, upset because I see like a full bird colonel. Oh boy! And his hands are shoved deep down his pockets. He's just you know just sitting there. Uh, I saw a green beret walking down the street on his cell phone. Like no one, no one bad an eye. I saw another soldier leave the clinic, put in her eye, her, her AirPods. Oh yeah. Answer a phone call and then walk down the street. And I was just like, what is go? What is going on here? Like, what is the, what's it? So I was like, I'm going to fix it because I would never do that because I, I, I'm adhering to, and never in my life in, in the history of me being a soldier, have I ever remembered 670-1 in my life, bro? It wasn't until I'm out now that I, I know all the SMs and ARs now and, and all, the, all the ADPs. That's funny. Well, I was the same dude who was, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, it's 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 crazy to see it. And so what I ended up doing, because I, 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 I just kept seeing, like, just kept hearing God, I'm like, dude, you're missing relationships. Yeah. Like, you're missing relationships. Like, you're, you're missing relationships at this point in time. So I was – I. I put a tax on myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, when you get to a point to where you feel like you're going to be foaming at the mouth upset, you owe that person lunch, yep. brother. That's a good you owe point. that person lunch. And so, so what I ended up doing was I saw a soldier in line. It was, it was, it was, she was staff sergeant. It was with uh, her platoon sergeant, sergeant first class. And it was the first sergeant and the, what I'm assuming would be the commander with, with all the four of them. She had her hands deep in her pockets. The, the starfish class had his hand in one pocket. Everybody just kind of hanging out, just chit-chatting. And so I saw it and Ray's like, hey, what's going on? I was like, I owe somebody lunch. She's like, and she just started laughing. <laughs> so knows. I didn't confront that soldier. I walked to the E7. I was like, hey, brother, um, you know, I'm going through, uh, I, you know, I'm going through my degree path in Christian leadership and you know, I'm, I'm trying to be a better Christian for it. And because of that, I made a deal with God that if, if if I saw my temper get out of control in terms of soldiers, you know, just not adhering to just regular basic standards, just having their hands in their pockets, it's just I, I I owe that person lunch. And then immediately when I said that, he took his hand out of yes. his pocket. Yeah, he took his hands. I was like, I was like, I'm not here to do that. I want to hear like, here's twenty bucks. Give this to that soldier. Tell that soldier thank you for her service. Uh, tell her I said God bless her. Tell her I said that God loves her, and that uh, if she does not know the 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 love that Jesus has to offer her, um, I want to let her know and you know and your whole command team here know that Jesus is here for all of you. And then that was it. He's like, "Oh, thank you so much," and I walked nice. away. Yeah. And then, long story short, about a week and a half goes by, and I see those soldiers together, and they're like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" Blah blah blah. I was like, hey, how you guys doing? That would have yeah. never ha- – like that Dude, relationship so right. process would have never happened 
if I had just put down my fork from shoveling in, you know, this 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 wholesome meal of of spinach and quinoa and walked over there and like, here's this gray faced old black dude, and I'm going to tell you about how you're yeah. wrong. Never mind that, you know, you probably had a bad day or you're going through some stuff that I would probably be more than happy to sit down and yep. talk to you about. I would probably be more than happy to sit down and listen to your struggles and, and, and offer you advice and mentorship. Because that's mm-hmm. what I'm here for. I would love to do that for you, but I can't get past my own period of like me looking at something for that. And just like, Hey, cool. And not only that's grace, <laughs> that's grace. I think it's like reverse no, I think grace. For sure. You know, it, it's just, it's, so like I, I I see that and I think that that's really more is the the hardest thing and you you had said it the best man it's just I would never do that why is that person doing that let me go over there and tell this person about how I feel about something that I would yep. never do you know knowing full well you know I've I've never looked at myself on a bad day yeah so you know but hey man. Is there anything that you want to tag yourself in? Anything you want to add in? Or no, man. I just want to anything. You want to plug yourself on? I just want to say thanks for having me on for sure. And again, you know, I I know I said it earlier, but you really did have an impact on my beginning steps of the military, and I I really do thank you for that, thanks, dude. I know we were we had our moments where we were I kind of frenemies, that. but it was more like a. a <laughs> For a, sure. <laughs> a brotherly competition, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was Kanye and Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Only love my bed, but it, it, it was just a good time. That's it, just That's a good it. time, you know. And I, I appreciate it. And if I can ever help you out again, I'd I'd be more than happy to come back on if you want to hear me talk again. I would love to, man. Well, hey guys, uh, we're here for a good time, not a long time. That was my uh, good buddy, Brent Blackburn, uh, veteran, soldier, father, husband, warrior, uh, soldier for Christ. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. And as per usual, stay sharp and wolf-like and chase the rabbit. That is the show. Thank you for uh, stopping by and taking a quick listen. Do me a favor. um, Subscribe. Tell a friend about it, right? All that good stuff that they tell you on other podcasts that are way more professional than mine. So please do me a solid and do that. Much appreciated. Let me go ahead and close this out in some prayer. Lord, we are forever humbled at how you consistently love us. You're patient. You sent your son both entirely man and entirely God here to teach us. We get so caught up in our our daily lives that time and space for you can get lost. I pray that you encourage us all to spend just a few moments with you, Lord, early in the morning with prayer, scripture, and some meditation. Reach out, God, right now to those who are listening and want a closer relationship with you. Provide in a way only you can, God. Provide to those in pain, Father. Provide for those that are lost and searching for you. Provide for those tired and weary, God. Provide spiritual resources that raise valleys high and reduces mountains low. We pray all of this in your heavenly name. Amen. Well, that's that. Testimonies. 
prayer requests, chasehimpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, stay sharp, stay wolf-like, chase the rabbit.